Welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love. Stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. The final countdown. <laughs> I feel like this feels more like a live stream with us doing it this way. I don't know if it's just like... The energy that happens when you're on video versus just on a podcast, but I feel like we're like high energy from the get-go. Well, that, and also it is just the two of us. And I feel like a lot of the time with guests, I'm over here like... (laughs) Yeah, we have to like ease them in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, hello, welcome. How are you? How's the weather? Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) I mean, I suppose we have to like... We always have the call, like the pre-actual recording call where we're chatting yeah. with them and whatever. But but I just feel like talking to somebody else sometimes puts me on a more like stress. Yeah. You're just trying to like meditate while you're... But maybe the video also is is what's helping. Yeah. Because I'm used to video. Yeah. And having my personality come across. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Video episode two. Yes. And uh, so the reason why I'm saying the final countdown is because... 2020 is wrapping, wrapping up. up. Wrapping up like a Christmas present. That's crazy. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting kind of to talk about our take and our experience of this year um, and yeah. just our, our kind of final reflections. And one of the things I was just thinking about, do you remember on Instagram uh, when they did the, it's like your, your year uh, at, in a glance or something and it was oh, like or it was like what was your yeah. your your word for the year or something it's like it right it's like your most like photos of the year and no, then, no 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 not that the one that we did in the beginning of 2020 and it was like it was like a filter and it was like this year you're gonna be sad or oh, this year you're gonna yeah, be whatever sure. well yeah th- this year, this year i got i got sad is what yeah. it was but i will say when i was thinking about that the beginning of this year i was sad yeah and it fit for the for the beginning of the year, for sure. Well, and I think for a lot of people, there was a lot of sadness this year. Yeah. But my sadness actually had a lot to do with like life circumstances truly outside of the what the the big names of 2020, which is the pandemic or t- the tornado that happened in right. Nashville. That feels like forever ago. The tornado? Yeah. I know. Well, it's because it happened and then a week later... We were like quarantined. We were quarantined, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyhow. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. But anyway, so I was thinking about that and thinking about how really the first three months of 2020, they weren't that great for me either. Like, it's not like, no. do you remember that though? Yeah. Like how it was just like, we just had a lot of personal things going on in our lives that just made things very like, 
I don't know. I was like sad girl vibes. Man. It was a little existential. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, I mean, the thing is too, like New Year's came up and we were like 2020 is the year. There's a lot of like reclamation that's going to be happening here. There's a lot of yeah, all of that kind of changeover and, and new seasons of life and all of that. And yeah. so I, I feel like in a way that's inspiring, but also it requires a lot of you. Yeah. And, and and it sets your expectations at a certain level. For sure. Okay. And then everything happened that happened. Right. And I will say, for me personally, I really benefited mentally. There was there were some obviously moments that were really rough this year during the pandemic. Right. But I benefited from the quarantine aspect, like that part of it, yeah. where we were all home and I was forced to deal with with my shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, financially, of course, that was its own issue. Yeah, we were both home all the time for a long time. Right. But I just feel like I'm such a delayed processor that I needed that time to deal with all the change that happened in the past couple of years. Yeah. How did you feel about, like, did you deal, did you process more when quarantine so happened? So I felt like originally it was good for me because mm-hmm. I was like, there's all these things that I wanted to do. I mean, mm-hmm. at the be- you remember at the yeah. beginning of it, I was like, it's time for me to maybe start do doing something. like woodworking things yeah. or like, because I've always been a serial oh. entrepreneur in a way. Yeah. Never really making money doing it. So I don't know <laughs> if I can actually call myself an entrepreneur. But... <laughs> I like I like the idea of 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 it, yeah, and and I don't mind the hustle of it, and so I was ready to start building things again. I was right. ready to start something. So that and that was the beginning of the uh, that quarantine. Was, yeah, right? well, I mean, beginning of the year. I mean, that was like January, February. Really? I thought I, I thought that happened during quarantine. Yeah, it was like the inspiration was leading up to it, and yeah. then quarantine hit, and I was like, perfect. Yeah, this time. is the time. Let yeah. me get the things. I can just kind of sit down and make it happen. Yeah. But then it just brought me to a very dire realization that I... It takes money to do anything. (laughs) Well, yeah, it takes money to do anything. But at the same time, like, I don't actually do the thing. I I feel the most inspired when I'm in a job that I don't enjoy dreaming of doing the thing that I want to do. Yeah. And then it comes down to actually making the thing happen. And I, I don't choke, but like... I just keep pursuing the inspiration rather than actually pursuing the thing that I want to do. Do you think you would benefit from a a like really structured routine of accomplishing XYZ? I mean, I would benefit from a structured routine <laughs> <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. I honestly, I mean, you know, obviously, but like I don't have a habit. I think we just discovered, it must have been yesterday, two days ago, yesterday. that... I the think only the only habit. habit that I have is doing my hair, which I mean, clearly right now is not the case. But like, it's the one thing that I do pretty much every day. I get myself ready to go out into the world and do something or else I just kind of feel trapped and gross and whatever. But that but may have something to do with your Sagittarius self. I, can't, I literally haven't even habitualized brushing my teeth in my entire almost 26 years of living. I don't know how living. you feel comfortable sharing that because that is disgusting. I mean, I still do it. <laughs> I, I have oral, oral hygiene, but like, it's You still just, have to think about it. I have to think about it every single time. And I have to fight myself and be like, get up and go do the thing. I think you're, I think you're thinking 
of habits to autopilot e like yeah, i think everyone thinks oh i should go brush my teeth nobody just like wakes up and is like a zombie and goes and like well i don't know maybe they do you do you literally <laughs> no, i don't think i've ever no. seen you skip washing your face one time ever and i feel like there's an autopilot to it yeah well the routine itself once i'm in there yeah sure yeah but like i do think hey i need to go wash my face before i go to bed it's not like i just do it. Yeah. Anyway, so you should- <laughs> a little bit of a rabbit trail there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was really inspired to try to start something at the beginning of the year. Made this realization that I guess like I'm not really good at actually doing the thing. Yeah. And so then I just kind of sat and felt like I wasn't doing anything. And then all the stores were closed where I needed to buy the thing. There was always an excuse, and yeah. and I mean. The pandemic is a pretty good excuse to not go out and do things and buy things and right. network with people and whatever. But it uh, it wasn't it wasn't awesome for me. Other than you know, like my dream of one day hopefully being a stay at home dad. Yeah. What that whatever that looks like that working from so home or freaking cute. But so cute. So, so it my, gave me a glimpse of that. But my question, though, is like, did you like I processed I had mental breakdowns. I cried a lot in the beginning. Uh, and then I was just like balls to the walls, like healing and and, yeah. and processing and deciding what I wanted and how I wanted to deal with past traumas and how I wanted to deal with um broken relationships, how I wanted to, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there was a truly a lot of healing yeah. that took place this year. Yeah. Now, of course, I know, I'm sure all of us are going to be dealing with repercussions. I don't know if that's the right word, but dealing with things from 2020. I'm sure oh, there's, yeah. down the road, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, well, that, you know, habit that we have or that, yeah, like, instinctual, a yeah, sure. a ripple effect. Yeah, that's that's a good word for it, where we're just like, we were affected and we have all been truly affected by yeah. this year, COVID and losing jobs. And we did like we lost jobs. We did. But we also found new career paths that we didn't even know were options. True. So it like really got me thinking. I'm like, so this year is this, I feel like, you know, we are in our twenties. We're in our Adam is almost p- past the 20, <laughs> 25 year mark. I'm 27. Adam's almost 26. Okay. So that's just, the reality, that's how old we are. And I feel like a lot of our friends, they're in the same kind of age range. And I feel like this year was a lot of um, where we wanted stability, but also at the same time, more than ever, we're more inspired to be our own bosses. And I, actually, that's not even this our age range. I feel like I'm seeing that everywhere. That yeah. people are like, there's like a sense of like grounding that wants to, like people are are needing and wanting then maybe that's a sense of oh my gosh I need a normalcy I need a routine I need you know before the pandemic happened it's like we had cycles like Mondays were like this and Wednesdays were like this and I get coffee from this place and I meet up with this person on this day and I have this kind of work due on this day and it's like I mean some people have that again but some people it just for some people that never really shaped back up again after this year right and I feel like there's a sense of wanting that stability and structure again. Well, yeah. At the same time, though, realizing we can be our own bosses and realize how much money we were not making from, yeah, you know, 
more that your time is worth a little job. bit more than nine twenty five an hour. Mm-hmm. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, the, I think there's two things to that. So, firstly, I don't think I think a lot of people that are taking this seriously, there isn't an again yet. Nothing is mean? finished. Like, oh, there's no well, like. We're sure. not like getting back to life again. Twenty twenty is done, and then all of a sudden, COVID's and gone, then COVID's gone, and, and our jobs you know, are back to normal. The, the president has changed over, and right. you know, like all of that stuff is great. That doesn't happen January first. Yeah, but the pandemic isn't over. No. We're in. We're seeing more growth right now than ever. Yeah. So it's just like, I so I don't think there's an again yet. I feel like there's a sure, lot of people yeah. that they're like, I'm nine months into this, and I feel like I haven't even gotten over the hump yet. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like that's number one. But then number two, I think I think that uh, there's a lot of people that switched to jobs mm-hmm. for themselves out of trauma in the way that they realized how just because you have a salary job, just because you work for somebody else, you have a paycheck that you mm-hmm. think is coming in, mm-hmm. that that just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And... I can speak from my experience from being younger and now, you know, having some, having some traumas that kind of broke my trust. In, um, and now I tell everybody kind of jokingly, like I carry everything that's important to me around on my back. Like if, if any, if any Including of you know me, me. I literally, <laughs> yeah, she just climbs on me. <laughs> if any of you know me, like I always have my backpack with me and it's mm-hmm. one of my most important things to always know that I've got all my stuff right in a spot and it's always with me. I never really thought about that as like, a survival thing from you. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I've just mas- recently made that discovery that about discovery yourself? about myself. Why do you do that? I think it's a trust thing. I feel like I just you I don't never trust the world to take care of yeah, you. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think I do. And so like I feel like a lot of other people are experiencing that now and so they're having mm-hmm. to take control of their money and stability and and you know yeah. Creativity and workload and yeah. balance of work and living your life and redefining things. So it's like I feel like there's been a lot of loss of trust of stability. And I think a lot of people maybe are shifting careers and wanting to move because of that trauma that mm-hmm. hasn't even I don't think a lot of people have had the time to even process that that's trauma yet. Right. Which is the ripple effect you're talking about. Yeah. Do you think some of that trust issues, I don't know, I don't like calling it issues, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, do you think some of that also comes from, you know, a place of deconstruction as well? Like that adds to that, like trust would be like, well, everything I did know and believe, like yeah. now it's kind of, that's also up in the air. Oh, for sure. The so community like, that we're in. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, maybe we have a head start on it in a, in a way that yeah. like, we have learned to trust ourselves yeah. first already because we've. You could say I because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You speak from your experience. Like I, I haven't been burned, but at the same time, I feel like I've always been asking the same questions and I've always been getting answers that now I don't believe to be true. 
And so that mm-hmm. in and of itself already started me on a path of I've got of trusting me. myself yeah, yeah. and 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 not not really relying on consistency of other people. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we have a head start in the community that we're in. But yeah. in the deconstructing community. Sure. But at the same time, I know a lot of people are deconstructing now. Yeah. They're having so much time with themselves where they're questioning spirituality because they're not in a church setting. They're mm-hmm. not around people that they're just echo chambers of their own belief system and religion that's that they've all, you know, made their relationships in. Yeah. And so now it's a lot of time sitting by yourself yeah. trying to figure out what you believe and trying to process all of this all of this like Change. crazy yeah, but like it's a super like people are dying. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And and a lot of people are apathetic and I think I think we're also processing all of that too yeah. where it's like there's so much realization that's happening. And a lot of that, and, and a lot of that from my perspective, that apathetic uh, take <laughs> confidence yeah. where they're like, they're, they're, their confidence lies in their apathy to anything else. And they double down on their beliefs that, you know, it's all, you know, to each their own. Mm. If you're sick, quarantine yourself because I'm not going to do anything about it. A lot of that is coming from the evangelical spaces. Mm. And so, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we've been talking about the pandemic and jobs and stuff, but then also, like, there's been a lot of other... I mean, we have deconstruction. People are going through deconstruction now, but yeah. then, I mean, the uprise of the Black Lives Matter movement, and then, I mean, even, even to... Because um, that's affected you a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So that was a really big part of my 2020. What what have the converse cuz I know you've had so many conversations with people and and what has the what have those looked like for you and what what has that changed in you having to have those conversations constantly? Um I think it was I've mentioned this in some videos that I've done, but I, I initially was just like, so like heartbroken that I clearly black lives matter. And it was so clear and obvious to me, but it's was so not that obvious to a lot of people that I knew. And that was heartbreaking, you know? And that was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know, having to, it was shocking and at the same time not shocking. So I had those emotions to go through. Like the fact that you had to explain it to people. Yeah. That you thought would have for sure had, like gotten Understood. It. And I think another thing was just realizing how much I have always identified as a person of color. Yeah. Um, and how that ties to my heritage and my, even my upbringing. Um, and how my experience, even though I was raised in the same household with the same parents as my other siblings, I can have an entirely different experience. And I don't know, I just, a lot of like looking into childhood development sort of things. And it just really began my reconstruction uh, when Black Lives Matter movement, you know, when the George Floyd was murdered, when all of that took place. I had a lot of like, instead of just like my religious beliefs, and it, it became very, very 
very spiritual to me. Yeah. Very, very real. Like things started becoming um, like I could. Like palpable. Yeah. Like I could touch it. Like I could touch. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but like no, totally. my experience of my, I guess religion almost in a, in a way became like a small part of my 2020. And it was like a small part of my like experiences this year. I was like, oh, that's like w- one little thing. And, and then spirituality and my heritage and my my um, familial connections and ancestors and all of that started becoming way more important to me than my theology. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, if, the, I don't know if that answers your question. No, but I mean, it just, very much did affect me. I just, I know, I know you're engaging in a lot of conversations and I know that you've always had so much to say to people, mm-hmm. but you've also asked a lot of questions. And I think that can, they can just shift your, the way you interact with the world. And like you said, with it becoming so palpable mm-hmm. with it, it wasn't just an idea anymore. Racism isn't just a bad thing that mm-hmm, bad people do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like, I mean, I've seen it affect you and, and, and it's affected me, but not, not in the same way. Like I don't identify as a person of color. Yeah. And so like, I've just, I've seen it affect you a lot. And so it's just, I, I it's just been wanted to give you space to like share that. Yeah. And obviously recognizing my white privilege though too. Yeah. And so, I'm trying to figure out where, where I belong, where my voice belongs, not even so much where I belong. Cause I, I know where I belong, you know, it's, but it's like, where, where, where do I speak up and where and how, and how can I hand off the microphone? Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like finding that balance has been a whole thing for me. Um, and not being raised in, not being raised on the res and having my own experience as a white passing indigenous person and just all of those experiences. I have just dealt with a lot of that. Um, and that's been like the second half of, of 2020. Um, but all that, you know, being said, there's so much that went on this year, be Beyond, it could could have been a ripple effect of the pandemic, you know, a lot of things, but so many other things just happened, you know, to a lot of people. Um, So it really rocked a lot of boats. And going back to like people who have either started their deconstruction this year, I can imagine how difficult that would be because I think, you know, ours started earlier, like when we- And with each other. And with each other. And when we kind of first got married, essentially. And so- I think, yeah, we were like, uh, had a little bit of a head start as far as like figuring out what that means and, and finding a church and then, you know, getting involved and and figuring out how we want to be involved with a religious tradition or we were given that space, but there are people who, and if you're listening and this is you, um, my heart goes out to you. If you are newly deconstructing and tearing apart, you know, the, a lot of the theology you grew up around or whatever, this year, I want to remind you and tell you that the feelings of isolation and loneliness are not self-inflicted. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the pandemic, although it does coincide with the timing of your deconstruction. So it feels like you're super alone because 
everyone feels really alone. But then you have these mental thought, you have these thoughts of like, well, I'm alone because I don't believe this anymore. I'm alone because my family doesn't, you know, agree with me anymore. Or I'm alone because I think, believe that love is love. Like you're not, you're not, you may be alone because of that, but I also want you to know that like, you may be feeling loneliness too, because we are in a pandemic and you are not around people right now. Right. Like, so just have that as a reminder that like, there are multiple reasons why you might be feeling lonely or scared. And like, that's understandable, but it's not your fault. Hey everyone, want to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode and rate and review the podcast as it helps others find this online community. Thanks so much. Now back to the episode. I also want to just like give space for the the idea too that um, it is an easier time to connect with people right now too. Like you know, there's online. there's everybody that's doing really anything that's taking this pandemic seriously, especially mm-hmm. in religious spaces, mm-hmm. are online. Are online. They're offering opportunities to be able to connect online and find community yeah. and all that stuff too. So like as much as it is a challenge right now, I also just want to encourage that yeah. there are communities that are forming online yeah. in spaces that you wouldn't have access to in person. Mm. And and I think a lot of people are leaning into the ability to actually connect socially distance. True. And and you know, like I I find that those kind of places are the places that we end up resonating with anyway. Like we found friends all over the place. We've got this, uh, a lot of new friendships uh, with some churches that are out of state and, 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 and just, you know, good people that have a lot to say and host podcasts or do YouTube channels or whatever, write blogs. And, (laughs) and I think there's a lot of time for that right now too. I think 2020 has been incredible for connecting with people online and in community spaces that don't exist so in a way like i think we are growing toward a place that is going to be better for people to be able to to connect and maybe deal with the traumas that yeah are going to come from this more like online services and like like therapy and yeah too yeah for sure so it's just like i i i just also want to like make sure that people understand too, like loneliness isn't, isn't the only answer and you don't have to like be able to be back in person to like True. rid yourself of that. Like there well, are opportunities yeah. right now to, to connect with people too. Exactly. Um, but I also want to now maybe move forward with like, what, what are we looking forward to as 2020 wraps up? Because mm-hmm. I know we've, we've dealt with a lot and we've, mm-hmm. Um, we've dreamed a lot, especially recently. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of like <laughs> dreaming up, dreaming what the up things. May yeah, cost. and I think vision that we we have a better grasp on how to actually attain. Yeah, I agree. And we can see a path a little bit more, and so like I, I'm really excited for some of the things that we're that we're trying to do this next year, and and even through the end of the year here. Like for me, I have been doing video content now. Mm-hmm. Um throughout the pandemic. It was like one of the things Woo-hoo. that I uh, was able to pick up super fortunately um, that really carried us through yep. the pandemic. Uh, yeah. What would we have done without that? 
I don't know. I don't know. We would have figured something else. I mean, out, honestly, but... still, like, I mean, we're still in a place like, what would we do without it? That, but, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And it's it's brought so many opportunities to work with really cool people. And so that yeah. for me is really exciting just to see like how I operate in spaces that I haven't before in jobs that could potentially be a career option for me. Like that's... Do you like that? Do you like that I do. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I can stomach the hustle of it. Mm-hmm. I can I can deal with the can, 2 a.m. eat that shit sandwich. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I can deal with the 2 a.m. exports sitting up, you know, falling asleep kind of until 5 a.m. when the export finally finishes and then I still have to upload. Yeah, I mean, we, just, not, we just need to get you an office that's not next that's to not the connected bedroom. That's not connected to the bedroom. <laughs> Especially when I'm on like phone calls with directors. Yeah, what, one night Adam was on the yeah. phone at midnight 30. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I walked yeah. in. I'm like, what are you doing? Because she was literally asleep in the room I'm next like, to us. you're waking me up. <laughs> yeah, I was whispering on the phone and still that didn't no, work. No, so. well, also I'm the princess in the pee. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been really cool. And I feel like it gives us an avenue to expand the content that we're creating here with Deconstruct and with your YouTube channel and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't know. I I have, I feel like I have confidence in my creative capability for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I keep not, I'm not sure if I am still dealing with some sort of like, some sort of like anxiety or depression. I don't know if that's from this year, still from all the change, but I still am having a hard time with like getting into a routine like we were talking about of like getting in uh, here at the office and working on blogs and videos and all that stuff. And there's some times where I have been really on top of my game and then there's other seasons where I feel like I'm really not. Um, But I I will say like I'm still, I am excited. I am excited for what the future may hold for for, for our lives. Um, and I think there's, there's space for a positive outlook for the future. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're always like giving like, not opposite, but we're always like, there's space for you. If you just feel super negative and you're depressed and you're feeling whatever, like there is space for you. And there's also space for you. If you're feeling like, the next year may be one of your best years of your life. Like, yeah, that's okay to be like that too. I think I've, I have felt nervous to express that a lot of 2020 has been beneficial to me. Yeah. And that's been weird because it's a bad year for a lot of people. Like it's a, it's a very dramatic year, but at the same time, and, and I, like I mentioned, I had a lot of rough spots but yeah, we're definitely not exempt from the bad. No, but I also, I think it's also okay to look at this year and find the spots and spaces where, honestly, you you came out a little better yeah. and you were rejuvenated or you were excited about a new career change or a new hobby or a new passion. I, I think there's space for that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't, you also mentally can't live in a space where you're just waiting for things to start again. You have to give yourself space to grow in a year. Yeah. In a, and and you're, you still have to allow it to be, there's still seasons in your life that aren't just COVID season. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like we talk about all the time life goes in seasons and there's seasons of growth and inspiration and there's some of healing and there's some of trauma. Right. And you are allowed to have seasons within COVID season. Yeah. This maybe true. maybe maybe COVID is a season and and growth is chapters, but like I think I think to feel like you have to hold yourself to COVID was bad and mm-hmm, so my life mm-hmm, was bad mm-hmm. and I can't admit to growth and I can't admit to positivity That's in those spaces. That's a very binary way of thinking. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just, I think, I think, and maybe you're coming across it now and you've kind of been over the last couple months, especially since, you know, you had the the job change for you mm-hmm. where you're like, finally, like I can see my life not as I'm twiddling my thumbs and trying to figure out a rhythm before I go back to my mm-hmm, usual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you're reestablishing your normal. Right. And right. and maybe that's and maybe that's slow and maybe you're not super inspired just yet. But I think that's one of the really important things that you taught me in the beginning of our relationship about like your I I can't need you to be happy for me to be happy. Yeah. Because then I can never be happy to pull you out of your sadness. Right. And this year has been a lot of that. Like you said, like we've both kind of, we've, we do tend to like be on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like if you're feeling, if you're feeling excited and free about something, <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit hesitant and, <laughs> and trapped or, or whatever, but random moments where we've been on the same page. We've been on the same page and it's super exciting and fun. Uh, Or really, really depressing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Super depressing. (laughs) Or, I mean, but most of the time we really, I think we balance each other out because we don't expect the same feelings to be echoed back at us. Yeah. And we don't expect, like, I mean, maybe we expect a little bit of empathy. Yeah. But, but I don't, I don't think either one of us looks down on the other one feeling the antithesis of what we are no because we're all we're we're each bringing our own mess to to our present day we're we're bringing our mess and we're bringing the beauty we're bringing our whole lives up to this point to this present moment yeah and so you can't you can't do anything but just be in it yeah well like i like i would always say when we were engaged like you are my other whole not my other half Mm. like we are (laughs) all three of us are very individual people all living. Three of us. Yeah, oh. you and me and Patchouli. <laughs> me, you and you. Yeah. We're all very individual people living in a family dynamic. We really are. A Sagittarius, a Virgo, and a Gemini living under one roof. <laughs> My gosh, who would have thought? But yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think there's space. Um, making spaces for all, all the feels from this year, but then all the feels for the the potential future. Yeah. If you guys are watching this on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, maybe comment down below with something that has been hard for you to admit that has been good for you this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Just good. like feel the space. I would love I, to read that. I feel like people will really embrace you in yeah. these kind of spaces. And we would love to also see that and, and champion you in the things that that maybe it's hard to admit to the people around you. Maybe it's hard to just admit to the world, but this is a safe space. Yeah. Like you can absolutely communicate with each other here Agreed. and with us. Agreed. Oh, I love that. I love that prompt. I think that'd be really cool. Uh-huh. I would love to hear that. Maybe we could do that in the comments of Instagram as well. So. And we'll share ours too. I yeah. mean, as, as much as we're sharing now, but 
<laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. It's yeah. been amazing. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really enjoying this like new, not turn, but like new little series of just talking to each other and being able to like have space for, yeah. for each other. And we want to hear from you too. So make sure you comment. Yeah. And you share. We love you guys. And until next time. Bye. bye.